This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. Today, I would like you to tell me, firstly, about your own experience of Easter when you were a kid. Was there years that you just had more Easter eggs than you knew what to do with? How were they rationed in your house? Because nowadays... It seems it's a little out of control. Easter eggs have been in our supermarkets for weeks, possibly months now. And there's super size eggs, which um, a leading obesity expert is calling on a crackdown on because they are just insane now, some of them. And, you know, we have a massive problem with obesity in this country. So I would like to hear your thoughts. Like if you have little ones in your house, how difficult is it to ration Easter eggs? What do you... feel about people who say look it's simply a matter of hiding the chocolate don't give the chocolate to your kids is it really that easy when they are being targeted left right and centre I'm on 087 711 1038 well the HSE lead for obesity is Dr Donal O'Shea he joins me on the line now hi Donal good afternoon good to have you on spin as always Donal thank you um is Easter really the problem I know we have a massive issue with obesity in this country but really do we have to ruin Easter for everyone uh, no, we don't have to ruin Easter. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of chocolates. Uh, earlier in the week, I was out buying the Easter eggs for my three. Uh, they had very, each had very specific requests about what they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's kind of usual. Um, and it's the, the problem is that when Easter comes now, uh, it uh, is, you know, it's it just exploded compared to even 15 years ago in terms of the size of the eggs. Uh, in terms of the number of the eggs that uh, kids are getting. So, you know, Easter is great. An Easter egg at, uh, on Easter Sunday is is a positive thing. But three of them or four of them or five of them is not because they get consumed, if not on the day, really within a couple of days because if they're there and around, chocolate is very Moorish. The texture is lovely. It gives you a, a nice little buzz in the brain. It's a chemical buzz. But much wants more. So, you know, uh, we way over-consume uh, chocolate. And, and the marketing, and you kind of alluded to this in the introduction, the marketing towards kids through Snapchat, through Facebook, like, uh, don't don't talk to me about watersheds at 9 o'clock because the food industry has moved way beyond that. Uh, it's now product placement and it's Snapchat and Facebook and it's unrelenting. And that's industry's job. And we're asking parents to call us and say, look, guys, we need to take a step back. Donald, what about the people who might argue that, look, it is like I remember years we, we got so many Easter eggs. There would always be aunts and uncles buying Easter eggs. You couldn't get through them on Easter Sunday, but they were rationed. Is it not just up to parents to go, no, enough is enough. And maybe some Easter eggs go missing or, you know, you, you get to pick one and that's it. You absolutely need parents to participate uh, in the solution. You need parents to ration. Part of rationing is making absolutely sure that you don't have six or seven or eight uh, Easter eggs uh, per child in the house. That is is limited. Uh, And then because of the size of them, you know, the kind of the average egg uh, will contain about five or 600 calories. And then there'll be uh, two bars or a couple of cream eggs with that uh, to go with it. So you're talking about the average egg nearly having your whole daily uh, nutritional requirement in it without any vitamins or minerals. So you mean to be healthy, then you have to eat the proper food. And uh, you've got, you know, and, and 30 years ago or 20 years ago, 
uh, it wasn't wall to wall for the weeks before Easter uh, coming out of Valentine's Day. Halloween has absolutely ballooned in terms of uh, consumption of all the, the high fat, high salt, high sugar. Uh, Christmas is, in, you know, an amazing time of year, but the focus is around uh, treats and sweets uh, and, and food. So, you know, we are living in an obesity epidemic that is filling our hospital trolleys today as we speak. The diabetes, the cancer, the dementia that obesity drives uh, is why I'm bothering to talk to you. You know, if it was simply a cosmetic thing and that's just a kid with a little bit of extra weight, I wouldn't be uh, concerned about that. Mm. The problem is that that weight is driving all the diseases already that are uh, crippling our health service. Donal, who are the kids at the greatest risk of obesity in Ireland? Uh, I mean, we, it's really clear, Lauren, the uh, lower socioeconomic group uh, kids are the ones whose parents are uh, least able to um, call the environment and peddling the, the stuff to their kids. So uh, 12% of our le- less well-off, less educated three-year-olds are obese and as compared to 3% of our best off, massive socioeconomic separation. Uh, and in fact, if you look at child obesity rates in, in the better off sections in society now, they're beginning to trend down. Uh, but in the less well off, less educated, the trend is continuing to rise. So how do we fix that? Uh, we fix it uh, by repeated messaging. Uh, by you know, there is no parent who wants to have uh, an obese kid, uh, and uh, I, I think uh, the more we highlight the issue, uh, emphasize moderation, you know, cut, just cut it back. You know, if there are four eggs uh, in your house for each of your kids, you know, give two of them away to the less you know someone less fortunate maybe who doesn't have them yeah. uh, but just do something to start reversing the trend and be aware that the food industry uh, will be very good at saying oh you know uh, HSE is a killjoy uh, let people get on with Easter uh, you know they'd like that uh, message to get out nanny state uh, but We've got to call it just because of the seriousness of the physical and mental health problems that obesity is driving. And, you know, we know that parents want their kids to be healthy. So uh, repeated messaging, education through schools so that we have healthier pregnancies in the next five to ten years, hopefully into a different uh food and physical activity environment. Donal, always great to have you on Spin Talk. Thank you so much for your time today. That's Dr. Donal O'Shea there, the HSE lead for obesity. Um, And, you know, pretty strong message from Donal. And he has a point. You know, our health service is crippled and the evidence is there. Obesity is driving it. And it is the cause of so many issues, health problems that we have here in Ireland. So although... Donald was saying, look, we don't want to ruin Easter. You want to enjoy it. An Easter egg on Easter Sunday is such a lovely treat. It's excessive. It is 
just so, so much. The marketing, everything behind it. Today, I would like to speak to you. How do you stop kids and, and ourselves as well, adults too, consuming all that chocolate at Easter? You know, I, like if your kid is getting 12, 15 Easter eggs, which we're getting messages from people telling us that they have ki- their kids have got that many Easter eggs. How do you how do you stop them eating that? It's like, is it up to parents just to say no? How difficult can that be? I'm on 087-711-1038. Okay, I just want to get through a few of your messages about Easter eggs and just how difficult it can be when your kids are being given Easter eggs left, right and centre. Like, how do you control the consumption? And marketing as well was something we were discussing with Dr. Donald O'Shea, who's the HSE lead in obesity. Shannon says it's a bit hard to stick to that limit when they're doing three eggs for a fiver since the start of February. And this is it. It's just so excessive now. Like, I do remember years where we got loads of Easter eggs. But I suppose, firstly, they were rationed out. But also, it's it feels like it's all year round. It's Halloween, then it's Christmas, then it's Easter, then it's something else. You know, it's just food, food, food being fired at us, treats all the time, as Dr. Donal was saying. Barbara says, oh, go do one, as if obesity is caused by eating Easter eggs. These experts are so far off the mark that they're a laughing stock. It's processed food day after day after day, 365 days a year, not a few bloody Easter eggs. I think, Barbara, to be fair, if Donal O'Shea was still on the line, he would agree with you to a point that... Look, obviously people enjoy Easter and Easter eggs are a lovely treat to be enjoyed and Donald said that it is something to be enjoyed but it's excessive and everything is excessive now. Everything revolves around food. We are targeted within an inch of our lives. It is You can't escape it. It's everywhere and that's the point they're making particularly when it comes to like the supersized eggs as well. No one is denying you your Easter egg but it's you know, the amount of Easter eggs that we're consuming is the issue. Caroline says, life is too short for all that don't eat this and don't eat that. Kids only have one childhood. Let them have their Easter eggs. This is why we've lent. So there's no chocolate in my house. The adults will help them eat them anyhow. Again, no one is denying your kids an Easter egg, but it's, you know, 10, 15, 20 Easter eggs. Them all sitting in the house and we all know when it's there, it'll get eaten. So would you be encouraging people maybe to buy your kids something other than Easter eggs? Leona says, some family have phoned me in advance to ask if they can buy Easter eggs for my kids because they know I don't like them to have lots of treats. I've asked them to simply buy some nice fruit instead or if they really want to, a small kinder type egg instead. The reality is it is cheaper to buy a giant Easter egg than a punish of strawberries. And I know a lot of people argue that, you know, the way it's all marketed towards us, not just Easter eggs, it can be cheaper to buy the meal deals. It can be cheaper to buy the super packs of crisps. But, you know, it's to make that effort and to call out the food industry for the way that they're advertising it as well. Sheila says, my son, who is 11, got 12 Easter eggs last year. He got one from me, one from his dad, then his aunts, uncles, cousins, school, etc., He wasn't looking for eggs from everyone, but I feel like adults feel they have to buy an egg. So if we're going to see a child over Easter, it would be rude for the parents to tell people not to give their kid an egg. So really, people just need to think twice before buying an egg for a kid. They don't need them. And like Sheila, for example, why does he need an egg from you and from his dad? Now, I understand, like, maybe you're you're not together, but 
you know, would you just be like, here, this is from mom and dad. You know, or this is your Easter egg. You know, like maybe just the Easter bunny brings one and mom and dad don't have to give him one. I don't know. And I know every family situation is different, but, you know, it does. It starts with us. Tara says, sorry, no one is making these kids eat the eggs. It again comes down to parents these days who spoil their kids rotten. Can't say no and want their kids to have everything they want. Hide the eggs or just take them off them. Have a bit of backbone. Well, that's what it comes down to, according to Tara, is a bit of backbone. Just say no to your kids. How well would that go down in your house? Let's say they got eight eggs and you're only letting them have one. What's the reality there? I'm on 087-711-1038. I would love to hear from you already if there's Easter eggs in your house. Let me know how many. How are you going to ration them out? And if you can think back even to your own childhood, was there a year you got an awful lot of eggs? Or maybe, you know, you had an alternative in your house. I'd love to hear about it. I'm on 087-711-1038. Today I would really like to hear from people who maybe have figured out ways around their kids getting loads and loads of Easter eggs. Is it something that concerns you? Do you ask people not to give your kids Easter eggs? And how difficult is it to just say no? Because I think people, I think I read out a message from Tara, it was earlier on, saying, sorry, no one's making these kids eat the eggs. It comes down to parents who spoil their kids, can't say no. Um, She says, hide the eggs or just take them off them. Have a bit of backbone. Maybe it's not that easy. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Emily is on the line. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily, I understand you're a parent. Yeah. Is it? How many? No, go on. How many do you have? Sorry. No, I just have one little girl. Okay. And is it easy to say no to her come Easter time? I say no to her a lot. Like, I know that sounds bad, but for loads of different reasons, like... And it's not easy. She has her tantrums and she kicks up, but she gets on with it. She knows I'm not going to give in. Um, but like for the likes of Easter, I haven't got her one egg. I got her, I think her first year, I got her a little bit of egg. But last year I didn't get her any and this year I didn't get her any because both of my parents have got her one. Okay. So last year, instead of getting her eggs, I got her a pack of the Twistable Crayolas. I think there was 12 in a pack and two colouring books and we did the science for the Easter egg hunt and I hid the crayons around the garden and she had more fun finding them. Okay. So now I know loads of kids who, you know, when they're very small, they're not really into chocolate. Like you said, they might get a little bit like their first birthday or, you know, um, their first Easter or whatever. But as they get older, obviously they see other kids with chocolate. So is she into chocolate? She is, yeah, she would be if she got it. Okay, if she got it. So come Easter time, is she aware of maybe eggs that other kids might be getting? I'd say so, yeah, she's in preschool. So there'd be a lot of Easter activities and they're all talking about Easter and the Easter bunny coming and bringing eggs. And But she hasn't really said much. Okay, so you're getting away with it. I think so. <laughs> we'll, we'll see at Easter. Thinking back to your own childhood, Emily, like what was Easter like? Did you get a rake of eggs? Yeah, we had loads. And were you allowed to eat them all? Well, we used to put ours in the fridge and then we'd go back to the fridge and they'd be gone. So dad always got the blame for eating them. (laughs) But this is the thing, like a lot of people have pointed that out, is that just because you wanted something when you were younger didn't necessarily mean you always got it. No, like I booked um, an Easter activity place instead in the the Irish War Museum and I think it was 10 or 15 euro for her to go instead of paying for the money for eggs 
So she's getting to go around obstacle courses and bouncing castles and all that stuff instead. And they'll still have their Easter activities. Oh, that's fun. So she's happy enough with that? Yeah. What, how, what are you thinking about next year, Emily? Like if she's in preschool now, but when she goes into primary school, do you think it's going to get a little bit harder? I'd say so, but it'll be the same thing. Stand your ground. Yeah. Good woman. Good to speak to you, Emily. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, bye. Um, God, Emily's just after reminding me, yeah, like you'd put the Easter eggs in the fridge and other people would get at them, you know, and like there's so much chocolate in the house. I think you have your one egg that you ask the Easter bunny for or maybe it comes as a surprise and that's yours. But I think everything else is kind of fair game or I don't know, what's the situation with Easter eggs in your house and how do you stop kids getting, you know, we've heard kids getting 12, 15 Easter eggs. I'm on 087-711-1038. Gillian is next. Hi, Gillian. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Now, Gillian, your parents had a good idea in your house. Yeah, so um, my parents, like, that saw the Easter eggs coming in and they just said, look, you have enough chocolate. So we'll offer you five pounds at the time or an Easter egg. And myself and my four older brothers, we always went for the money. <laughs> so they bribed you, effectively? Yeah, absolutely. But in fairness, as my mum said, like... You were all dead, right? And every one of you went for the money because we had enough at that stage of all the chocolate. Four older brothers and you. So would the house be littered with Easter eggs? Oh my God, absolutely. So I guess that's probably why my, my parents actually were um, medical GP and GP nurse. And I suppose they saw the sense behind all of this yeah. of offering the money instead of having so much chocolate that I suppose my mum felt she ate it herself then too. <laughs> You know. um, a few people are saying on our Facebook page, Gillian, that, you know, Dr. Don Lochet and other experts who are calling for this crackdown, particularly on the supersize eggs, that, you know, it, they're ruining Easter, that there is just a few people, obviously, who, you know, um, take it to the extreme and, and their kids um, have obesity issues. But for the most part, people are responsible. It's just an Easter egg, you know, and that they're just ruining the fun. What would you say to people who are making those kind of comments? They are just not listening to what he's saying. I've heard him a few times and I've actually worked with Don Loche myself, I'm a nurse, and he is advocating everything in moderation. He never said stop Easter eggs, stop it all. Like he says absolutely enjoy it. Mm. Moderation. And like that, if your kids do get your money, like it's I've heard some friends saying, melt them down and make some my squishy buns and share them out a week or two later. That's a good idea. And be creative with it. Just don't yeah. give them all the eggs in one go or one week even. Spread it out. You can spread it out over a few weeks and make your rice crispy buns or something, which is what I'm going to do because my twins have their birthday in two weeks. Oh, so melt so down the eggs. I'm going to do excess Easter eggs. Yeah, melt them down and make rice crispy buns. Can I Things ask you, a friend's Gillian, party or your own kid's party or whatever. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Um, can I just ask Julian before I let you go, why do you think so many of us struggle to do it in moderation. You know, it is what the message that we're told by the experts is that, look, everything in moderation. Why do you think we're not able to? That's a really hard one to figure out now because most people are very educated. Like, social media now is amazing for advocating various things like this and various health issues. And so many people of all parts of society are on social media. And they're much more educated than they were years ago. So to be honest, I actually cannot understand this. All right, Gillian. Well, lovely to speak to you and happy birthday to your twins in a few weeks' time. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye-bye. I love Gillian's idea of melting down the eggs. She's like, look, if you've loads of chocolate lying around, 
melt them down, make Rice Krispie buns, make treats out them out of them they'll do for a few weeks maybe that is something you could think about in your house particularly if you have so many eggs and you don't know what to do with them all Bridget says my son is two and a half years old he'd get five to six eggs if he was allowed me and my partner have told all family members that he's only getting an egg from his Easter bunny because it is ridiculous the amount of chocolate a child will get if parents don't put a stop to it they don't need an egg to know you love them take them for a walk play a game with them happy Easter thanks for that Bridget Sheila says, my son, who was 11, got 12 eggs last year. Oh, sorry, I read that one out already. One from the mum, one from the dad, aunts, uncles, cousins. It's hard. People just feel like they have to get your kid an Easter egg. Jano on Twitter says, I bought one medium egg each for my family members and for the young kids. I'm giving them teddies. I only ever buy the medium ones and it works out cheaper. But someone else was arguing earlier on that it actually it's cheaper. You see, you can buy three for a tenner or you can buy the supersized ones. The bigger you go, the cheaper it is. Kathy has weighed in on WhatsApp. You can as well. It's 087-711-1038. She says the amount of Easter eggs kids get is ridiculous. The topic the other day on Spin about what we used to do as kids just shows that as children we were more active. Oh, Kathy, good to know you were listening the other day as well. But so true. We heard so many great stories the other day about the things we used to get up to. She says we were out, out, allowed out to play for the entire day without parents watching us. So kids' outdoor playing time is limited to the amount of time the parents have to physically watch them play. Parents would be much better off asking family member who wants to buy Easter eggs presents um, for a colouring book for the kids. Well, that's what Emily did with her little one last year was she bought um, crayons and bits for the little one. Um, I can't remember the, the twistable markers, she said. And she's booked her into. Um, an Easter course as well so she used the money she would have spent on eggs for something educational and you know her little one is in play school and she seems happy out with that as Emily said it might get harder in the next few years but she's going to stand her ground say no to your children Annie says it's Easter the tradition is people like to buy eggs for children as it's an exciting time for them when I was young I used to get up to 10 to 15 Easter eggs I was delighted but in fairness I only ate a few because I felt so ill after them Nowadays, I always get one egg off my mom just for the sake of it, but I never eat them now. People need to chill out. It's only a few eggs. If people want to buy 10 or 20 eggs, that's their business. It's once a year. Don't always blame the parents too if kids don't want to eat the egg. They won't. I think you have a responsibility to a small child though. Like they, If you give them a load of eggs, they're going to go for, for them. Um, wow, Linda has WhatsApped me in a message, a picture message of all the eggs that are on their mantelpiece. How many is that? Three, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Twenty-three eggs on their mantelpiece by the looks of things. That is a lot of Easter eggs. Linda says, Hi Lauren, this picture popped up on my Facebook memories today from a couple of years ago. Oh sorry. Uh, but they are from yeah, they're the eggs my two kids got just from my side of the family. They got about ten more each from my hubby side. We never stopped anyone buying them eggs. It's part of growing up, but they never ate them. They loved the idea of getting millions of eggs, but they didn't bother with them. I always melt them down and bake uh, with the kids when they've lost interest. Similar to what Gillian was saying, it's a great idea, is melt them down and you can bake things with them. Kat says, hey, I just listened to your conversation. An idea I had was to buy my daughter a bunch of daffodils. She is more than happy. I also get a couple of eggs, normally one big kinder and a pair of PJs. So presents for Easter rather than eggs. Jay joins me next on the line. Hi, Jay. How are you, guys? 
Good, good to have you on the show, Jay. We've been hearing from people about when they were younger. Um, you, you own, you didn't get many eggs. Some of us are talking about getting 10, 15 eggs. How many did you get? Two, two. We got one from the Easter Bunny and then one from one from my man that. Okay, and was that enough for you, Jay? Well, it was me and my sister, so yeah, it was plenty. Like if she got a, just say Kika, I got Twix. It was two bars, and they'd swap, and then whatever eggs was left, they get put in a bag, broke up, and then put in the drawer in the fridge. I remember now, as you say it, the haggling over the bars with yeah. my brother because he'd always get like a Yorkie Easter egg and I'd get, you know, the Car- the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny. Yeah, and as you grow old, you get one big one then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I just think there's loads of them putting it straight on Facebook for everyone to see. The kids don't even get to see it first. It's more for their enjoyment, I think. Oh, people posting the pictures on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. the parents. The parents definitely crying out for a few likes. <laughs> Do you have kids yourself, Jay? No, it's one on the way. Okay, and so going forward, like we hear so much about obesity and all that. Like, do you think it's scary as a parent? You know, all the marketing and everything. It's, you know, yeah. Like, well, when you go into Tesco, they see three eggs or a five, and other supermarkets as well. Jay, it's yeah, hard to avoid. Yeah, no, no, I know that. Yeah, sorry for just saying that one. But um, yeah, it's kind of thrown at them. Do you know what I mean? But well, they definitely down to the parents. Just say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gives them more, they'll expect more then. There's no need for that to tell the truth. Jay, when is the Baba due? July the 2nd. Ah, uh, congratulations. Very exciting. Yeah, little girl. Thanks a million. Best of luck with it, all right, Jay? Good to Thank speak you. to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jay was saying, as a kid, they only ever got two Easter eggs, him and his sister. It is more than enough. Swap the bars, break down the chocolate, throw it in the fridge. The more you give them, the more they want, says Jay. Do you agree? I'm on 87 1038 This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.